the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. We're going to discuss this Broncos preseason game number two. Now, officially the second game, but let's be honest. This is the first one where things get serious. The Broncos starter is going to play quite a bit, or at least more than what we've seen, obviously, at all, as Joe Flacco makes his uh, Denver Broncos debut. We're going to discuss that and more. Who are the players that I'm looking at that, uh, well, could be playing for their jobs? I tell you what, this, I know it's early, but I think we're really at that point in the season where some of these jobs may be decided after this preseason match against the Seattle Seahawks. And, oh, by the way, old friend Paxton Lynch is back. That is uh, coming up on the Broncos Blitz podcast, but first our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits, Chef Andrea Varela, and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Be sure to check it out at uh, Tap 14, Tap 14 on the web, that's tap14.com tap14.com All right. So, this Broncos uh, preseason game against Seattle, a couple big things to watch. Obviously, the starters. They will be out on the field. Joe Flacco will play. He's going to get a chance to, uh, well, show off that arm, and that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing from Joe Flacco. And uh, It's not so much Joe Flacco moving the offense or scoring touchdowns or, you know, whatever may be the case. Obviously, you want all that, but... I want to see Joe Flacco just competently run the offense and run it to an efficient and smooth rate. And then I want to see the reason why the Denver Broncos brought Joe Flacco in and Joe Flacco to utilize that specialty. And that is the deep ball and uh, hitting any one of the wide receivers. And there are several wide receivers. We'll get to them here in a little bit, but it's, it's, it's taking his specialty and showcasing it to Denver fans. And, and I really want to see that because that's the big reason. That's the big appeal to Joe Flacco, right? That's the big reason why he was brought in as the guy here in town is to establish the run game, play some good, mediocre, efficient football for the first three quarters, and then hook up on the deep ball on some play action. That's what I'm looking forward to from Joe Flacco at the quarterback position. Kevin Hogan and Drew Locke are going to be playing in this game as well, too. They're going to get split some time. I don't know if there's really anything I'm looking for when it comes to Hogan and Locke. And most of those know on the Broncos Blitz podcast, you know my stance on this situation. Look, Drew Locke is the future. I would like to see him get the most reps. Um, it, it, you know, Locke looked uh, not good, not good. And there's no other way to, to describe it in the Hall of Fame game is that he looked a little lost. His reads were a little slow. He was looking at ghosts at times. Um, and this is just, this is a part of the growing process. Now, that being said, after the two drops, if you take those away, he was seven for nine on the game for about 30 yards. That's not... The worst thing in the world, I suppose, when you look at a rookie quarterback who is, again, the the emotions are running through his brain, everything is moving at, at light speed, and he's just trying to roll with the punches, and you know what? 
little bit more experience, and all of a sudden those deep balls that he missed, the two of them in particular, that one to Noah Fant that stands out a lot, well, all of a sudden maybe you're hitting those passes and then things are changing. So it's not that I'm looking for anything from Drew Locke. It's more that I'm just looking for him to get that experience and go out there and, yes, screw up. Look, quarterback position's a hard position, okay? Go out there, make mistakes, get dirty, and, uh, you know, learn from those experiences because again, I have said this time and time again, this is a Denver Broncos team that if drew, if Joe Flacco goes down and drew Locke has to start any meaningful games of football this year for the Denver Broncos, they're in trouble. They are in big trouble. So this is a Denver team that is just purely when it comes to the backup quarterback grooming. Okay. Let's say that again for the people in the back. Grooming. Drew Locke. Okay. Locke will be the backup. Joe Flacco is your starter. We're leaving it at that. So, but I do want to see some impressive stuff from Joe Flacco here in his debut. I want to go through each run uh, position, but we're going to go a little rapid fire with uh, some of these positions. Running back, look, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, I don't need to see either of these guys, quite frankly. Uh, nice to, I guess, knock off the rust, but uh, when it comes to proving something, neither of these guys have anything to prove. Devontae Booker is the one player that I think is outside looking in now with the signing of Theo Riddick, the former Detroit Lion. I just look at this and I say, look, the, the writing's on the wall. Devontae Booker, I think, needed to have a stellar training camp just to retain his job and he is not exactly having a wow moment anytime left or right because the, and look with all due respect to Devontae Booker that's kind of what he is he's not a wow speed guy he's not a wow run you over guy he's a guy he looks like a running back he fits the mold he's got the body for it it just it doesn't look like he's made any big time plays that that certainly I can remember and certainly that would catch the coaching staff's eyes. And they bring in Theo Riddick. We'll see how Riddick... Riddick is the one I'm going to be watching very closely as well, too. What kind of game can he bring to this Denver Broncos offense as they look to potentially bring in someone who could catch more passes out of the backfield when it comes to depth? It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course, presented by Tap14. You can find Tap14 on the web. That's tap14.com. Wide receiver is just a, a logjam. Plethora of players. Deshaun Hamilton, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, River Craycraft. You've got Brendan Langley. You've got Jawan Winfrey. I mean, you, you just got names left and right. McKnight also thrown in there. Uh, River Craycraft. I, I think I see a very clear six, five to six player roster layout. Uh, look, guys who are going to make the roster that are locks, Deshaun Hamilton, Cortland Sutton, absolute locks okay i think tim patrick makes this roster as well as well as river craycraft a uh, craycraft getting a lot of playing time also in special teams i believe currently listed as your return specialist starter on both sides whether it be punt or kick i think you also see Jawan winfrey make this team Jawan winfrey the sixth round pick a lot of people very excited about the kid and certainly has been making plays and as well as Deshaun Hamilton and uh, for everybody else look outside looking in they have made, made some plays Brendan Langley uh, early in camp uh, some standout but outside of that it's kind of tailed off a little bit certainly 
no play in special teams, and that's a big deal, turning the ball over in that Hall of Fame game. So certainly that will be something to continue to watch. I think wide receiver is going to be one of those where it is going to drag along, and, and you really won't see anybody solidify until that fourth, fifth preseason game once we uh, start to look for cuts, at least towards the 53. Tight end, I think this is a pretty clear tight end room. It's uh, Jeff Hireman, Noah Fant, Troy Fumagalli. I don't think Jeff but uh, Jake Butt makes this roster. I want to see Jake Butt play more. I want to see Jake Butt on the field, but that just hasn't been the ability, and that's that's the big problem here. And you know, if Jake Butt is not healthy, you are only as good as your availability. As Rod Smith so eloquently put, you can't make the club from the tub, and Jake Butt is stuck in the tub, and they have got to see something from him to even justify a roster spot. And certainly, we have not been able to see it so far. Offensive line looks pretty clear when it comes to the starters. Obviously, Garrett Bowles, Ron Leary, Connor McGovern, Elijah Wilkinson, and Juwan James. Connor McGovern is going to be the one I'm going to be watching the most closely, particularly when Joe Flacco is on the field because you have a Connor McGovern who has been struggling. Make no mistake, and I'm not talking about the actual blocking. I'm talking about the snaps. This is a under-discussed topic. Snaps in training camp out of the shotgun in particular, have not been good at all, period. And this is an easy way to turn the ball over. This is an easy way to absolutely just destroy a drive. And quite frankly, this is a good way to... I don't, and in and, and Connor McGovern's case, look, he's going to have to be dreadful when it comes to snapping balls, but this is a good way to lose a job in a, in a Vic Fangio-type scheme because this is a death-by-inches motto-driven team where turnovers, self-inflicted turnovers, are going to be penalized big time. And that's one of them, those bad snaps. So we'll see how that goes. That's going to be the the one thing on the offensive line that I'm going to be looking very, very close with. And again, more in particular when it's McGovern and Flacco. Anybody else, that combo, it throws off the chemistry. And that's not going to be your full-time chemistry, but particularly with McGovern and Flacco, that is something I'm going to be watching very, very closely. Let's look to the defense really quick, where there aren't too many names that I'm going to be absolutely zeroing in on outside of just kind of watching the whole defense work like a machine. You know, I want to see the big gear turn, the big gear being the pass rush. That's the Von Millers, the Bradley Chubbs. Look, quite frankly, they could sit this game out and I could care less. Okay. They, uh, they could not play in this game. I would be totally fine with it. Keep them healthy. The the medium sized gears the the secondary from the the uh, the Justin uh, Simmons the Will Parks the Chris Harris Jr. You know I just want to see go want to see these guys go out and just execute you know go out and execute more in particular almost with the defense as a whole particularly at the linebacker position please just stay healthy you're getting hit by injuries from Joe Jones to Todd Davis. Josie Jewell tweaked his side this week. I mean, I just I don't just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. That's the big deal for the Denver Broncos defense that I'm going to be looking for. But particular guys on the depth that I'm going to be looking at. Hey, how about that? Josh Watson, CSU, Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones is going to be the one I'm going to kind of zero in on maybe a little bit more just because, look, he had that great sequence in the fourth quarter of that uh, Hall of Fame game against Atlanta's fourth string teams. I'm going to repeat that. Draymond Jones had a great sequence 
in the final quarter of the first preseason game that particularly was the Hall of Fame game against third, fourth offensive linemen. Okay? I'm not taking away what he did, but I want to see you back it up with some solid play when you come into that rotation when it comes to the second, third, and fourth quarters. I need to see a consistency over throughout your time. I can't see just one drive where you look amazing because you beat the guy who is gassed, who quite frankly isn't going to make the team anyways. So this is where I need to see Draymond Jones put put together a little bit of that consistency. And that goes along with Demarcus Walker as well, too. And I'm, a, I'm someone who's very high on Demarcus Walker, but need to still see that consistency from him as well, too, rotating at that right end uh, uh, as Adam Gotsis's replacement. Other than that, you're going to see some of those backup linebackers, some of those backup safeties, the Thomases, the Isaac Yadams of the world. We'll see them in the later half, but I, I imagine we'll see a Yadam quite early. Um, you know, just just go out and execute. Again, it's one of those things where I think this defense is top, top five, top ten caliber. Absolutely. Just go out and execute. And don't look completely lost. And more importantly, maybe just for the optics of it, don't get beat by Paxton Lynch because Paxton Lynch will get the uh, the nod for the Seattle Seahawks after Geno Smith. Geno Smith will be the starter. You'll probably see Geno for at least a quarter and a half, maybe even that first full half, and then Paxton Lynch come in and will get some playing time. And again, Paxton Lynch playing against his former team saying, hey, it just feels more lovely in Seattle. Paraphrasing, of course, but he very much took some swipes at Denver, and I tell you what. I don't think any of those players will tell you publicly, but off the record, maybe behind the scenes, you asked him how sweet would it be to sack Paxton Lynch or pick him off? I think they're going to tell you, some of them at least, that, oh, it would be sweet indeed. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by, of course, our friends over there at Tap14. That's Tap14 on the web at tap14.com. Of course, Brandon McManus, Colby Wadman, just looking to execute, just execute the... The jobs are won. Just just knock off the rust, execute, play well, do your job. That's all I'm looking for from special teams. And that includes special teams coverage and returning as well, too. Of course, we saw the muffed punt back in the Hall of Fame game. Do your job. Catch the ball. Fair catch when appropriate. Look, I don't need to see... I'm not expecting River Craycraft to to have 60-yard punt returns and, and electricity out of the special teams. What I do want to see is catching the football no death by inches and fundamentally sound play where you're not fair catching inside the five yard line. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just, it's inexcusable. So uh, when it comes to the team overall, uh, obviously there's going to be much more of a focus on the offensive side of things. A lot more changes going to be watching Rich Scangarello and how he executes, how he calls these plays. Will the first couple plays maybe a little scripted? We'll see how that goes. So certainly that's something to watch. And then lastly, of course, I think we should be watching Vic Fangio. Once again, one of the more under-discussed things on this team is Vic Fangio coaching now from the sidelines. Again, this is a team that is is led by somebody who is – this is the first time he's been a head coach, okay? It is different when you are watching the game from the press box as opposed to the sideline. If you've ever had the opportunity, the uh, privilege to sit on the sideline for a football game, 
It is a completely different atmosphere with a completely different view, and it changes a lot of how you think about things as opposed to getting the bird's eye view where you can look at everything. So certainly Fangio going to have to lean on his staff and do very well when it comes to communication, leaning on his right-hand man, Ed Donatel, but uh, certainly so far at least it looks like Vic Fangio passing the test and maybe not as phased as what uh, many others thought he could be. So I'm not even sure if he's passed the kidney stones, by the way. Of course, we had the the kidney stone discussion. Um, (laughs) Hey, MVP, Vic Fangio's body, fighting through that. I tell you what, there are two things in life that I never want to see in my life. One of them is kidney stones. I want nothing to do with that. I don't know how he coached with them, but hey, more power to him. He probably probably earned a lot of trust and a lot of a lot of gusto with the players during that because a lot of players actually didn't know they weren't. He wasn't even going to tell the players. I guess post game, a lot of them said, "Wow, that's that's the real MVP right there, Vic Fangio's body." It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap Fourteen. Of course, nineteen twenty Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Seventy Colorado beers on tap. One hundred Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Varela in that. Locally sourced, rotating, seasonally fair. It's just tremendous. Go on over there to Tap14 on the web. That's Tap14.com. Tap14.com. That is about it for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, once again, you know, the the big highlights, the big things that I'm going to be watching for is the offense and how that runs as a machine. Just want to see health out of the defensive side of things. And then, of course, when it comes to this team and defending against the Seattle Seahawks, they're going to get some interesting matchups. Geno Smith will start the game. And then, of course, DK Metcalf, the physical freak wide receiver. He will be a go. We'll see how the secondary handles him. And then, of course, that overlying cloud over this whole thing is Paxton Lynch. Back against the Broncos. We'll see how that plays out. That should be an interesting little... well, uh, there'll be a lot of storylines to discuss. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. That's where we're going to be discussing those storylines. I'll be tweeting with you all game long as we get ready for preseason game number two. I mean, truly, it's number one. Hall of Fame game is kind of like this fun game. It's it's a preseason game. Make no mistake. So I guess officially preseason game number two, unofficially official, unofficially. The first preseason game, of course, for Joe Flacco and the gang. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can find more info at milehighsports.com. That's where you can find all the coverage of the Denver Broncos at milehighsports.com. A lot of great stuff over there. Go check it out. That's milehighsports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. You can follow My High Sports on Twitter as well, too. That's at milehighsports. All done for the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can expect another post-game podcast coming up as well, too, as we react, react, to the Broncos preseason Seattle Seahawks on the road. Finally, football is back again. Oh, and we get to see Joe Flacco in blue and orange. It's going to be fun. Hopefully you join me on Twitter for the game. We'll be tweeting live with you as well, but that's it for the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'll see you next time. You can follow us more for Broncos news at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See y'all. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.